Yeah, there's a love of San Francisco, and there's that that almost blatant localism where it's like, uh, you, I want to say like they deserve to be here, but but really like they're the Bay Area team. They're the Golden State Warriors, and that's all about Bay Area love. So I'm really sad to see them leave Oakland. But where I do find a little bit of solace in it is the fact that they are getting a new stadium, and I really hope that stadium is above everybody's expectations. That was bartender Pete Spanier. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from bartenders, business owners, artists, and other San Franciscans telling stories and trying to answer the question, what is it about this place? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12, Part 2. In Part 1, Pete talked about the differences between the San Francisco he moved to in the 90s and the city these days. In this podcast, he shares his opinions on the Warriors' move back to San Francisco, and he gives his predictions for the Giants and the Warriors this season. Here's Pete. What do you think about the Warriors coming back to SF? The city of Oakland has shown the Warriors so much love for 40-plus years. Through mostly thick. Like, through most, like, the team has not been good, mostly. The team's had its, had its ups and downs with a lot more low-valley low stuff. Like, uh, you know, bottom feeder of the NBA for a while. Potential playoff teams getting blown up by fucking bitchy little fucking players. Which probably helped lead to... Uh, what they got for a setup now for a team as far as you know getting rid of having play, certain players leave and just revamping the thing but I don't know it's a real touchy subject um, the Warriors they, they deserve a new stadium sure uh, they're getting a new stadium so there's nothing that can be done you can see it from the freeway well, you, you should be it's able like, to see it. If you're gonna if you're gonna yeah. build a stadium, it should be part of the skyline, one yeah. way or another. Like yeah. it's just it's just part of that city ecology, you know. Forty <coughs> ers take note: don't build your shit in Santa Clara. Um, does any of it? So, does any of it for you have to do with like they were in San Francisco first, and and or your love of San Francisco? Yeah, there's a love of San Francisco, and there's that, that almost blatant localism where it's like, uh, you, I want to say like they deserve to be here, but but really, like they're the Bay Area team. They're the Golden State Warriors, and that's all about Bay Area love. So I'm really sad to see them leave Oakland, but where I do find a little bit of solace in is the fact that they are getting a new stadium, and I really hope that stadium is above everybody's expectations. thing I'm not looking forward to and this is this is the big thing is the fan base the real fan base the people from oakland and people from the bay area that love that team are now priced out for the most right. part and all the fairweather fans that fill all the seats nowadays and make shit ridiculously expensive they're the ones that are going to be buying those tickets they're the first ones that are going to be like not sitting in their seats in a few years if the if the golden state warriors aren't doing good mm-hmm. And they're, you're going to be inflated tickets. You know, if, if the Golden State, 
not even if, when the Golden State Warriors end up hitting that, that rough patch and stop becoming a championship team. A perennial. And stop becoming a perennial a, a, a perennial team, a team that makes it into the playoffs and stuff. They go back to how they were for 10 years plus. You know, those same people are going to be the first ones to walk away. Right. Nobody remembers that even when the Warriors were one of the worst teams in the league, that was one of the hardest arenas to go in and play a game as an opposing team because it was the loudest. Loudest. And you can go back there and announcers say it all the time, like back in those days, like how loud the crowd was. And it was just, it's a, it's a cool thing. And that's what's really going to be missed Yeah, about them not being in Oakland anymore. That and the fact that they're losing their the, the real fan base, like the working class people that love the Warriors for being a working class team for so long. Do you think that happened with the Giants? Same thing happened with the Giants. Yeah. It already it, happened. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think in my lifetime that I really actually might, you know, it was just totally conceivable. I was so used to being second, third place with the Giants for so long. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'll probably never see them actually ever be in a World Series because L.A. spends too much money or these other teams, these other markets really have like better minor league set up, mm-hmm. better system set up, better owner set up, management, whatever. No offense to Bochi. Um, Were you stoked to see the, when they moved to whatever it's called now? It was Pac Bell at the time. Pac Bell Park. Were you happy to see that? Like that they moved closer or were you like candlestick? diehard or candlestick was a dinosaur but it's the same thing it's like you're seeing bits and pieces of san francisco go away that are just iconic and like candlestick was iconic teams hated to come here because they were like you fucking win man like we can't deal with this shit and that that went from baseball to football like they just couldn't deal with the win and it's something that hey man that was all part of candlestick park i mean it's a beautiful it's a beautiful stadium that they have now. Granted that. Um, not really fond of what the Niners did with their stadium. I don't think it's good looking. I don't think it's... I, I, I don't like that stadium at all. Well, they're not in San Francisco, so they're not Teddy. part of this... Po- they're not in our jurisdiction of this podcast. So. Yeah. Yes. That's true. They're not in our jurisdiction. Same could be said for the Patriots, but we're not talking East Coast crap right now. No. Um, so, I mean... Pac-Bell Park. I don't even know what they're calling it. We're just going to call it Pac-Bell Park. Sure. The original name. Pac-Bell Park. Willie Mays Field at Pac-Bell Park. Willie Mays Field, the big old marijuana stadium. Uh, It's a nice park. Uh, It's convenient. With, you know, by sizing down, now you have sellout crowds. That means a lot in sports, having a sellout crowd. And I'm using air quotes on that for games and stuff like that. So it's it's easier to fill the stadium. Mm -hmm. And it's convenient-ish. Uh, I'd sure hate to drive down there and park and go yeah. see a game and stuff like that. Right. It's way easier just to roll a couple of joints and stop by a bar, have a drink, walk a quarter of the way there, swing into another bar, have a drink, finally get to the stadium. That's the best way to do it in my Yeah, book. a routine. It makes it easier. Yeah. Laugh at people in traffic, but sure. it's all right. But the main thing is with... Going back to the Warriors in that stadium, it's like I, they're losing a lot with the original fan base and the real fan base, the people that care about them the most. That's the thing that, that gets me about them moving. 
I just hope the stadium's great. Uh, any thoughts on like what the stadium's gonna do to that area? And you know, like a, a lot of people it's are like, fuck oh, up the parking. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like there's two hospitals. One it's gonna fuck up the parking. Well, the, I'm sure the hospital already has their, their. Well, they bought the property from the hospital. Did some of it. I think the Benioff gave it to them. What uh, gave it to him? That was nice. Yeah, um, he's a really nice man. Look, one of the things hospitals do when they build all our stuff is they build parking. What it's going to do is it's really going to screw up the traffic. It's going to screw up street street parking around there. That really ain't saying anything for the most part, except for that. That's one of the areas that's being developed in San Francisco for living. I mean. Back in the 80s and 90s, it's pretty industrial and pretty wide open out there. You can get into some real sketchy shit back in those days in that, that neighborhood. And now it's, you know, ooh, it's close to Hunter's Point. You know, big deal. It's just close. Everything's close in San Francisco. Um, yeah, I, I, it's really going to just screw with the traffic and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the baseball and basketball overlaps at the same time yeah at the same time because they both have games you know april into june at the very least yeah. very least uh yeah pretty yeah june we're talking about the dubs and it's not like they're not going to be a playoff team for the next couple of years any predictions for the giants in 2019 uh, giants got a lot of work to do that's all I see. Giants got a lot of work to do, and and I think a lot of it is they need to develop their minor leagues, minor league again, and get back what they lost from when they started their championship run, and we're selling new players to keep the core stars intact. Yeah, they they got rid of too many, in my personal opinion. But hey, if my opinion counted, then they would hire me as a consultant, and I'd be making a lot more money than I am now. <laughs> Um, and then, how about uh, we're kind of mid-season ish for the for basketball? Warriors are on a tear right now. Yeah. Any, any, any predictions or feelings? How Warriors? Are, same prediction I made at the beginning of the year. It's just like Warriors are going to the playoffs. Warriors are the team to beat. All you naysayers, right after Katie and gotten a little tipped with green and words were said and it's like oh the team the team and you know Steph not performing and everybody that always talks shit about fucking Clay Thompson when he's not dropping baskets you're always just like what's wrong with Clay what's wrong with Clay he's still a defensive genius and he's completely stifling the other team's fucking offense so don't worry about Clay don't even worry about them we're all good they're gonna win it again and that's that. It's the league versus the Golden State Warriors. And, and then, um, of course, now they added DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins Just finally, got, finally got activated. That really better. screws everybody up. Yeah. He takes away the paint from other teams. He's too big to shove around effectively. And as soon as he steps out into three-point land, he opens up the paint for the rest of the team because he can drop those threes. It's a good mix. We'll see how long Boogie can keep it up and if he can keep himself from getting any injuries this is going to be a really interesting season and i i truly do believe like it's been like that for a couple of years but right now it, it literally is the league versus the golden state warriors good luck Bron Bron. that was bartender pete spanier check back next week when you'll hear from heather jacks who's written a book about the sisters of perpetual indulgence Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. 
Film Photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on everything we do. All past episodes are up on our website, storiedsf.com, and wherever you listen to podcasts. If that happens to be Apple Podcasts and you have a minute to spare, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.